Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is... Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Hey guys, it's me, your sister Holly. Hello. 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 I like how I tricked all of you into saying hello to me and not to each other. (laughs) (laughs) You get all the hellos today. Oh my gosh. Uh, I love this day. It's my favorite day. Uh, It's it's a holly day. A holiday. But I think maybe it should be more of a Shelly day because I, I had a dream. A dream where I, I thought about how my sister Shelly is so nice and humble and thoughtful to other people. And um, I thought I should be more like her by, in my dream, it was a game show called Sorry Pal. And <laughs> everybody just got up and said things they were really sorry about to to people. And then were there judges who like judged who was the sorriest? <laughs> uh, you You like signed off on it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you're like, yes, this is enough. This is appropriate or not. So um, will you be willing to do that again? Like, just so I can make my dreams come true? Sure. <laughs> That's why you exist to make my dreams come true, Shelly. <laughs> I like how this is the particular dream you want to have come true. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all my dreams, absolutely. Uh, okay, so, so, so to set the stage, it's like a very, like, 1970s game show like looking set like remember that one episode of Seinfeld where they find the old talk show set I don't wow I also don't it's not Murphy Brown it's um some other talk show but it's just like a a normal like burnt orange and avocado green (laughs) and and brown and (laughs) yes and uh so it looks beautiful like that and Shelly you're like sitting behind like a really cool looking desk and then there's like one microphone but it's like one of those like uh, old timey radio microphones, uh-huh. like that. It's big and round. Love it. Uh, yeah. And then I come up, oh, and and there's like a big backdrop, and it just says "Sorry, pal," but in like that like 1980s neon um, cursive lettering. Oh, it's a like 70s background and 80s <laughs> 80s writing. I love this. Are you guys gonna come out with like? 90s grunge looks on. <laughs> yes. Yes, That's perfect. We are. Okay. <laughs> and um so okay, so I come out and and I bow very deeply. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Towards towards the audience, not to you. So don't say thank you. Oh. <laughs> I thought this was like going to be like a British court where you have to like treat me like Semi royalty. <laughs> no, I would never, never. <laughs> so, so I stand next to the microphone, in fact, behind it, and then I say, I am so sorry, oven thermometer. And then I get a really sad look on my face, like really penitent. And then I say, I'm so sorry because. I never know where to put you in the oven, and I feel like I'm not letting you do your job because I put you right up next to the oven door. And I'm so sorry because I know you're just trying your best, and I'm the one hindering you. But ultimately, I think that if I looked up where the right place to put you would be, I wouldn't be doing my job as an incompetent chef. And so I'm just really (laughs) sorry. And then I come out from behind the microphone and and bow again, this time uh, uh, away from the audience towards the back. And <laughs> then I leave. And then do crickets chirp or what? <laughs> uh, no, everyone applauds, but like um, slow clap. Mournfully. <laughs> then my sister Julie comes up. Uh, and my grunge outfit. Uh huh. Do I have to bow too? This is standard among all contestants. This is your stage. You do what you think will be best to accom- like to help your uh, apology along. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, what's the best body language for apologies? Um, crawling along the ground toward the microphone. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. 
And I let my mohawk uh, go floppy. I didn't stand it up today, so I I let it hang over my eyes. Oh, it, that's so sad. The saddest mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm crawl. I this whole time I've been doing my hand motioning like I've been crawling. I crawl toward the microphone and then like climb up the pole up to the top so I can reach the top. And then I go. I'm so sorry to the song. I'm sorry. Like an old 50s classic. I'm sorry that I sang you so well and that I ruined this song for every other person who will ever want to sing it again. It's so beautiful and now it has to end. It can never be sung by anyone else again. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm so sorry. And then I like melt down the pole of the microphone. <laughs> Uh-huh. Tears go streaming down my eyes. <laughs> and then I crawl up to Shelly and kiss her feet. <laughs> crawl away. Oh, wow. And, and, and then my sister Kelly comes up onto the stage. I am wearing... Why does a dress come to mind when I think of being sorry? <laughs> Were you thinking of a curtsy? <laughs> Were you going to curtsy deeply? <laughs> Kelly always dresses to impress when she has to apologize. <laughs> I always have to look my best because maybe I don't look sad enough. <laughs> You're not a sackcloth and ashes kind of person. You're yeah. like a ball gown kind right. of apology person. <laughs> because I'm so pregnant, I would walk out on the stage and have no other option but have my hands on my back, supporting my back. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And... <laughs> I would get up to the mic and probably be out of breath. And I would say, sorry, food. My pregnancy cravings and my baby need more of you to be happy and healthy. I guess I'm not that sorry because I'd love to eat you. And then I would w- slowly walk off stage. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's your classic sorry, not sorry <laughs> apology. <laughs> at the end of the show, Shelly comes up to the microphone. And, and I'm wearing full Roman <laughs> toga with... <laughs> I'm going to go super anachronistic and toga and the the olive, no, not the wreath. What is it that you wear in your head? Because I am the the arbiter of all justice. And I feel like that looks like, I feel like the people who created philosophy would know the truest apology. <laughs> so I would come up and I would, I would not bow to anyone. <laughs> and I would say... All of your apologies have pleased me this day. <laughs> and then I would have the world's giantest gavel that I would just hammer on the floor and then go, thank you, and I'm sorry, and then then walk away. <laughs> wow. Applause. Applause roars from the crowd. <laughs> oh, man, my dreams really did come true on this day, even better than my actual dream. <laughs> Well, you know what else is better than a dream? This week's topic, and it is brought to us by OFP, our fan Paul, not our dad Paul. And uh, he brought a real club banger. And it is not necessarily summer themed, Shelly, because I know that's been haunting you the last couple of weeks. (laughs) Yes, very haunted (laughs) by the the idea of summer. But uh, would you like to know today's topic? I would. Today's topic is food trucks. Oh. I could have sworn we did this before, but I looked through all the records and I couldn't find it. Both binders. I feel like I have recommended this before and you shot me down. Maybe because I assumed that we would both be pro, but this week I'm going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like them. Julie's going to be doing the anti-reasons why you shouldn't. And Kelly, as the sister expert and the person most sorry to food in the whole room, (laughs) is going to be telling us what she thinks you will choose. Are we ready? Yes. Okay, Shelly. So the first reason why I think you should be pro-food trucks, they are a communal, cooperative folk. And I guess I mean not the trucks themselves. This is not the Cars universe. Lightning McQueen doesn't roll up to a food truck. I mostly mean just like, uh, you know, uh, the, the people who are inside of it. So so there's carnies and then there's food truckies? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember the word for um, 
like how sheep are social animals, like they like inevitably want to be together with other sheep or other animals. What is that word? Herd. That's what my that's what my family said too, and I said no. That word stinks. <laughs> what I wanted to say about food trucks, Shelley, is that they tend to be together, and I like that. That's that's comforting to me. If I rolled up and I saw three food trucks uh, next to the beach, I'd say, you know what? That's a communal, cooperative folk. If you see just one food truck, do you go, oh, food truck, where are your other friends? Are you okay? <laughs> you must be lost. You must be hurt. <laughs> it's wounded. <laughs> but I like that they are together, and I think that is something that you can really relate to, especially in this time of social distancing. Uh, I think you you could look back on a, a happier time when food trucks could be together. <laughs> when food trucks could be wild and free. <laughs> without fear. <laughs> and And I love that. I love that about anything that likes to be together, except for, let's see, what do I hate when it's together? Fire and ice. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime your food touches. Kelly, that's too real. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that came into my head, though. Food trucks can touch, but food cannot. (laughs) (laughs) But, Shelly, I think that speaks to your better nature of loving. You yourself are a communal, cooperative folk. And I love that about you. I'm I'm alone. I'm the loneliest, cooperative, together folk. (laughs) Now, but not always, Shelly. If you had a food truck, you would probably want to buddy up with another food truck, no problem. Oh, my gosh. Whew, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Stress oh, already. No. You know what? I think I've mentioned this before, but I do not know how to parallel park, and the idea of having to parallel park a food truck is like a nightmare. <laughs> so I would, I would want someone else in a food truck nearby so that I could just hop out of mine and let them parallel park it. (laughs) This has taken a really bad turn already. Let me tell you another point so that you can feel better about it and forget (laughs) about parallel parking. (laughs) I'll never forget. It's always in the back of my mind haunting me. (laughs) Shelly, you should like food trucks because all at once there are a lot of choices and only a few choices. Like I mentioned, food trucks like to be together, and frequently that's because they aren't competing in terms of menu items, because there are food trucks all over this great world, and they have all different kinds of food. There's one that literally lives in my neighborhood called the Toasted Cheeser, (laughs) and it is a grilled cheese food truck, and that's cute. And it lives in your neighborhood? Is it wild and free? (laughs) I do live in a kind of wildernessy part of Utah, but no, it just like that's where the people live who own it, and I've never seen it open, which stinks because when you look up on uh, like Google Maps or whatever, like restaurants nearby, it says that the Toasted Cheeser restaurant is in our neighborhood, and that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it is there, but... <laughs> Uh, so, so there's that. So there are a lot of choices. Anything that you might want to eat, it, it is there. But once you decide upon that, food trucks really can't have a huge menu. And Shelly, I know you. I've known you for quite a long time. I know that you don't love to have too many choices. And that's because you have a hard time deciding. And so if you roll up to a food truck and there's only four things on the menu and one of them is a dessert then you only have to decide between three things. And that's a lot different than, say, your average subway. <laughs> that is that is true. Instead of my normal hour that I take in a subway to make a decision, <laughs> choosing between three might take me only 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, Shelly, I also know one of your tricks of your personal trade, and that is looking at the menu the day before and really pondering for a full 24 hours. Yes. <laughs> also, if I'm in a group... Um, that I know will like let me share or trade, um, then I will just get anything that everybody else doesn't get that way. <laughs> we just have a variety. That's that's another trick of mine. If my husband gets something, I'll get something else. <laughs> that way, if I don't like mine, we can switch. Next, you should like food trucks because they make for a great competitive reality TV show hosted by Tyler Florence. <laughs> 
There is a show. It is called The Great Food Truck Race, and it's on the Food Network. And it is one of my favorite shows on television. Tyler Florence is a famous chef, and he has a big moon face. <laughs> he he kind of does, yeah. <laughs> that's that's important because it's really it's really there's a lot to love on that face. <laughs> Just a big face to love a lot of. And every iteration of this food truck race, there's like six or eight like different kinds of food trucks. I'm always surprised at what people want to make and how much they like making it because I don't particularly love to cook, but Shelly, I know you do. So if you watch these people like share their joy and be like, I can't wait for Tyler Florence to eat my sopa pia. <laughs> I mean, like seriously, on this most recent season, like there was a a truck this season that had sopes and like every time he was going to taste one, like the chef would cry because she was like, he just, I'm just so proud that he's eating this. And he loved it every time. But I think <laughs> she would have so cried even if he had hated it. She would have been like, I'm just really proud of myself. <laughs> uh, but there was a local team on a few seasons ago uh, called Waffle Love. They made Liege waffles and then put stuff on it and they won. And the show is so good. And then they opened a Waffle Love right next to my house. <laughs> they were like, Holly loved our show so much. We're going to reward her by opening this next door. And then literally it closed like two weeks before we moved away. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there's a waffle of not far from my house. Yeah, they have they have uh, other locations. It just that location was bad. Well, no, no, it was right next door to Holly's house, so she just didn't go there often enough to keep them afloat. <laughs> well, but then I moved here, and the toasted cheeser won't even open for me. So <laughs> every day you go knock on it, and it just no one will open it. <laughs> so I love TV. Like, so much it's my favorite. And I love food trucks on my TV. Also, I like that I can watch people do something that I hate to do myself. And that's why I love to sh watch shows with murder. <laughs> I love to watch shows with, what else do I hate? Uh, being outside, 24-7 nature documentaries. <laughs> or like Bear Grylls is like your TV hero. <laughs> He's outdoors all the time. <laughs> I do watch a lot of nature documentaries, but that's thanks to my Lucy girl. We've been watching one called Unlikely Animal Friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's just up her alley. There are two seasons with like eight episodes, 45 minutes each, and we've been binging, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is really the perfect fit for her. And for me, because I we don't have any pets, and all the pets live outside. Like I, I hate hate that. I love it. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> anyway, so you should watch that show. This is more just a plug for the Great Food Truck Race <laughs> than a point. All of all, the rest of Holly's points will be TV based. <laughs> <laughs> I have two more points, Shelley. Why you should like food trucks. One is there are savory and sweet foods from around the world in food trucks. Like I mentioned previously, most food trucks will have a, like, entree option. They'll usually also have, like, an appetizer -y kind of option, and they'll usually have a sweet option. And, Shelly, I know you're a world traveler, even though last week on our podcast, Carly claimed that you hate all foreigners. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we love you, Carly. <laughs> you, you love food from around the world, and I can't... Stop thinking about how in one of our first episodes, you said your favorite dipping sauce was sweet chili sauce. <laughs> well, it's delicious. I actually just bought a new bottle the other day. Because you were finished drinking the other bottle. <laughs> yeah, I just finished off all my, my sweet chili sauce shots. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there are, like I mentioned, a lot of options for for different kinds of food at food trucks and that there not only are different like kinds like genres, but that there's, you don't have to say, I'm going to eat this loaded nachos only. There's going to be like loaded nachos, but then there's also going to be like sugar nachos. Well, I have seen like, like dessert nachos with like cinnamon sugar on the tortilla chips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super good. 
Super yeah. good. And I like that. I like that there's there's like something for everyone. And by everyone, I mean me at every part of my eating <laughs> journey throughout the day. <laughs> Breakfast nachos, lunch nachos, dessert nachos, dinner nachos. And drink nachos, liquid nachos. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that what horchata is? Is that why it's so nasty? <laughs> Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I do have one more point, Shelly, as to why you yourself should choose pro food trucks. And that is food trucks are wild and domesticated. <laughs> Ooh. You guys were making jokes about wild food trucks before, and I was pumping my fists in the air and accidentally punched my microphone. <laughs> Hopefully I cut that out. But I like that you can be walking along. The streets of the first city that came to my mind was London, a place I've never been. (laughs) (laughs) And you can come upon a food truck and then be like, oh, I am kind of hungry. Or like, oh, that uh, Korean Tex-Mex fusion sounds kind of interesting. I'd like to try that. Or (laughs) you can find out that your community has an event where all the food trucks come and then you can go. And then there's all these different options. So you can find them in the wild when you weren't expecting them, or you can seek them out and adopt them at your local shelter or something. I don't know <laughs> what domesticated means in that regard, but I like that you that that they can surprise you and not surprise you. I mean, that's great. <laughs> I don't love a surprise, but maybe I would love a surprise if it was covered in cinnamon sugar. Well, and hopefully they're not surprising you as in sneaking up behind you and tapping you on the shoulder, you know, in in the streets of London. <laughs> <laughs> because if that happened, it would be kind of like how in the movie Cars where uh, Mater comes up behind that tractor cow and then honks <laughs> his horn really loud and then the cow tips over. That would happen to me if a food truck did that to me. I would tip over backwards and <laughs> moo as I fell down on and my smoke back. smoke would come out of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then my big, giant, like, uh, mommy tractor would come and run that food truck right out of town. <laughs> London's such an exciting city. <laughs> I can't wait to go there someday. <laughs> but Shelly, please choose food trucks. And then when we can get back together again, I would like to take you to a food truck of your choice or my choice, depending on who you want to make the choice. <laughs> I want to go to the toasted cheeser. <laughs> oh, me too. That's all I ever want. Uh, speaking of heaven forbid, Julie, I forbid you from saying too good of negative points against food trucks. So listen to my creed and then I bow to you very slowly. <laughs> like toward me or away from me. <laughs> it's very important. Um, it's kind of a three-quarter... Uh, on like a thrust stage. So Holly looks off in the middle distance as she's bowing. <laughs> like, so she, her face isn't going toward the ground. Her face is looking up while she bows <laughs> off into the middle distance. Shelly, I have some serious things to discuss with you. It's about food trucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Are they hunting in the streets of London? <laughs> Finding prey? Are they? Are these instead of selling food, taking food? <laughs> oh dear, the dark side of food trucks. <laughs> In my vast research, London never came up. I don't know what is wrong with me. I'm really embarrassed. <laughs> well, Holly, when you were saying food trucks in the streets of the first place, I thought of was Paris, and I've never been there. <laughs> But Paris is well known for its delicioso food. <laughs> Especially delicioso. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> que rico. Um, I have not eaten at many food trucks, but Corbin had to remind me today that I actually have eaten at some food trucks. <laughs> Were you, had you blocked out all your experiences with food trucks? Apparently. Because when Holly first floated the idea to me, I was like, oh. I've never eaten at a food truck before. Corbin proved me wrong. I must have blocked it out of my mind because it was so traumatic. Oh, no. What did they do to you? (laughs) They gave me 
food. <laughs> oh no. Shelly, food trucks, they're they're tricky. They're so tricky. They are often grouped together, as Holly said. And you know what? If you want food, you either have to wait in a long line where all the good food is at a food truck, or no line at all. And that's when you know something shady's going on with that food truck. Oh no. Uh oh, is the toasted cheeser just a front for the mob? <laughs> so Shelly, you know if the if there's no line at a food truck, you know you don't even want to bother eating there. But if there is a food truck you want to eat at, the line's gonna be so long that you're gonna have to wait forever. I'm not into that. I want what I want, and it's gonna be good. And not oh, man. <laughs> gross or scary, like from the mob. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, the mob probably makes really good food. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Italian mob, Italian food. Or the Yakuza, the Japanese mob. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Love some yakisoba noodles. <laughs> or, you know what? Matzo ball soup <laughs> for the Jewish mob. I like the idea of um, all the mobs of the world getting together for a, like a soup cook-off. <laughs> this is how we finally decide who the best mob is. <laughs> um, I wonder if all mobs have food trucks, because I know at least some of them do. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, they've got to. <laughs> uh, Shelly, if you have a food truck that you love, you you just can't get too attached. because. I don't know if you know this. Food trucks are mobile. They can drive away. <laughs> um, if you fall in love with a, a, an establishment, you just never know if it's going to be there the next day. That's not the case with regular restaurants. That would be crazy if like, we, we were like, hey, I would love to go get some El Burrito. And then you walk up and there's just a crater in the earth where <laughs> El Burrito used to be. <laughs> No. Oh no, I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> That's a sad <laughs> mental picture. It really is because we love it. We we don't love any food trucks like that. Not like you, El Burrito. We love you. I have experienced there was a pizza like a local pizza place that was right next to our house when we lived in Riverton and we went there on a Wednesday and then my husband wanted more breadsticks the next day, Thursday, and we went and there was a sign being like, we're closed forever. <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> and and there is a there is a sister establishment like in way, way, way north Utah that Caleb keeps being like, we need to go there. I'm like, OK, let's go. And he's like, it needs to be special. We can't just go. <laughs> OK, Shelly, now, you know. Even if you do like food cart food, you can't get too attached because you never know. Is it going to be there tomorrow? Maybe. They'll feed you and leave you. <laughs> <gasps> oh, that's so heartbreaking. <laughs> Better to have loved and lost? No, not true with food. <laughs> Better to just eat food all the time. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like Dwight from The Office. False. <laughs> False. Food trucks aren't great if you love a wide variety. You can't always depend on uh, the herd mentality of food trucks. It's true, like, I feel like food trucks have a, a niche. I am a food truck, and I only serve matzo ball soup from Japan. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. But you know what? Maybe I'm not in the mood for that, and I can't depend on there being other food trucks and other kinds of food. And you know me, I love a wide variety of food. I love food so much that I just can't accept going to a food truck and having there not be what I want. <laughs> so you don't want to go to a food truck and have there be just like different flavors of matzo ball soup and then dessert matzo ball soup and that's it. <laughs> you would feel stifled. I already feel stifled thinking about it. <laughs> I do love a good matzo ball soup, but you know what? Maybe I'm not in the mood for it. When you're out touring London and you're starving and there's just one food truck, you don't want to have to suffer. Mm -hmm. Hey, speaking of suffering, food trucks are not great if there's bad weather. If you, like me, are a big baby when it comes to like being cold 
you know what? I'm not willing to go out and wait in a long, long line to eat at a food truck if it's going to be too cold to wait there forever just to get my matzo ball soup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, on a rainy day, you're in the mood for matzo ball soup. (laughs) Hey, if it's a rainy day, matzo ball soup, that would be delicious. But I'm going to go to like a, a place where I can go inside. And I don't think they, I think they frown on going inside a food truck to eat it. <laughs> You're like, it's raining cats and dogs out there. Can I come in really quick and just dry off? <laughs> that was one of the points that I cut from my part was I like the fact that you don't have to sit there. Like you don't have an option. Like you just have to take it and leave and get out. And I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's my next point. Food trucks aren't great for people who like to sit. If you want to, like, get your food and eat it right then when it's nice and hot, you either have to, like, just stand there and eat it awkwardly or go somewhere and, like, sit on a a hard, uncomfortable bench or, like, a wet, uncomfortable ground. (laughs) Oh, man. Those are your only three options. And that's especially rough when you're eating like the thick cut pork chop you ordered. It's really, really hard to eat that standing up. Especially when they only give you a plastic fork to eat it with. All, all they gave you is a spork and that's not it. E- not even on a plate. Just the, just the pork chop on Wrapped the up spork. in a newspaper. <laughs> and then you have to ask the bodyguard, the mob bodyguard, to use his big knife to cut it for you. Like a Bowie knife. You use your butterfly knife to cut this. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, that's an awkward conversation to have. <laughs> that is. And you know I'm not going to talk to a stranger. You know it. I'm just going to try and gnaw at that pork chop and that's it. <laughs> Shelly, I love the idea of you going up to like a big beefy man in a black trench coat and be like, hi, I have this like meat here. Can I use your knife? (laughs) (laughs) For my last point, I just have, uh, I have something written down. Ice cream truck. Some might argue with me that that's not a food truck because it just does, it doesn't just sit there in one spot all day. I'll fight you. It is a food (laughs) truck. (laughs) Julie, I heard that there was a food truck in your neighborhood recently that was an ice cream truck that was actually an unmarked white van. It was. And <laughs> Ooh. Uh, it also was playing Christmas music. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a bold look for an ice cream truck. <laughs> I don't know why it was doing that. I'm like, maybe it was just like playing there from Christmas. But you know what? You don't often see ice cream trucks around wintertime. So I don't know what it was doing. It was very scary. And I was very, I was so afraid. (laughs) But also ice cream trucks. Ugh, they're so expensive. They get my kids all riled up begging for ice cream when it's like 11 a.m. Just not into that lifestyle. So Shelly, don't go for food trucks. They're totally not worth it. If you're hungry, go, go home. (laughs) <laughs> Grab a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, you're a better cook than any of those food truck people. Make yourself something delicious. And then you that way you don't have to talk to any uh, mob-affiliated people. So that's a plus. <laughs> uh, I guess that's, that's good. I, I always get nervous when I'm around the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kelly, as the Shelly expert, you've known her for a long time. Kelly, if we're including ice cream trucks as food trucks, I know for a fact that you have eaten with Shelly at an ice cream truck. What do you think she's going to choose about food trucks? First off, Holly, uh, you brought up about the food trucks coming together. And immediately when you said come together, there are two songs that came into my head. Is the Beatles song, Come Together. Right now, that one. And then the uh, Let's Get Together from The Parent Trap. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Those are both good songs for an ice cream truck. <laughs> and they have both been stuck in my head like this entire time. So I'm probably going to re-listen to this podcast and be like, oh, I didn't even hear that point. <laughs> so it was just like so much in my head. It's just mostly talk about the mafia. So. <laughs> 
and the Japanese uh, matzo ball soup. (laughs) (laughs) So I think Shelly is going to go con. Uh, What I wrote down was options, options, and sometimes two crazy combination of options. Somebody brought up the Korean something fusions. (laughs) I think it was Texas, Tex-Mex. Korean something. (laughs) Which, that's three fusions. Actually, I could see it working, because tacos are big in Korea and in Texas. Fusion foods can sound awesome, but then when you get it, it could either smell really bad or taste really bad, and I know that goes for, like, all food, but fusion foods especially, and I think the unknown, I know Shelly is kind of a foodie, but, like, on her own terms. So if, like, there are all these food trucks with these fusions, she's just like, I just want a grilled cheese. And that that place <laughs> is not here. She would just be a little overwhelmed. So I think she's going to go con. Kelly, I'm really worried that you're right. And there's only one way for us to find out. Now is the time we've all been waiting for the MVP's opinion. And the MVP of this podcast is the most vaporware podcaster shelly allison shelly i had to look up the term vaporware because i heard it on another podcast yeah i don't know what that means (laughs) i don't know what it is it is a product that is announced but has not yet been made so like if google was like hey hey we're gonna release these hoverboards and they're pretty great and they're called Goverboards. <laughs> and but nobody has made the Goverboard technology yet. That's called vaporware. Huh. Cool. Okay, so Shelly, what are you gonna choose about food trucks? This has made me very hungry, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> all this talk of food. I'm gonna go eat some food as soon as we're done. Well, someone someone mentioned, I think Holly mentioned, I've lived uh in a few places. I've moved around. Uh I have lived in a few different states and by a few two (laughs) different (laughs) states and two different other countries and um i've eaten food all of those places (laughs) congratulations uh and so i don't know how communal or cooperative the folk are in food trucks because but maybe it's only because i've watched a season of great food truck race and they all are competing, and so I know they talk a lot about how you want to go get the best parking spots, and they're they like race like crazy people to go get them. So it didn't seem so cooperative to me. <laughs> but uh, I guess you do often see food trucks congregating <laughs> together, <laughs> either in a wild or domestic setting, <laughs> and so that usually does lead to a lot yet a few choices, like Holly mentioned, because you know a food truck. Being in a truck means you can't have 40 items on the menu. <laughs> and, you know, I do love I do love a, a few choices. <laughs> uh, do, I do sometimes get overwhelmed by a lot of choices, but I also can be overwhelmed by too few choices also. <laughs> because <laughs> if there's too few, then it just seems like, um, like I'm trapped. <laughs> I go, no, I can choose from this one thing or this one other thing and that's it. Oh no, what am I going to do? <laughs> um, so, so I, I can... I go both ways on the amount of food choices. Um, Great food truck race. So good. It is a great show. The one season I watched was really exciting. I think I watched it with you, Holly. (laughs) Probably because, uh, as you know, I love television. I don't remember uh, the moon face so much on our friend, (laughs) Tyler Florence, but, but I do remember it being exciting. There are sweet and savory foods from around the world. That is true. Like... I feel like often, if you're going to succeed as a food truck, you're not just going to sell a burger. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like food trucks, the, the food trucks I've seen are often quite varied in what they sell. And as for being wild and domesticated, that is true. <laughs> when I'm when I'm walk, walking around the streets of London, I often <laughs> like to be surprised by a food truck. But I also, like here in Ogden, whenever last time I went out to... Um, like an art show that it was at the mall, like the outdoor mall, they had food trucks all lined up. And so that was an exciting domestic uh, bit of food that you could choose from because 
I like food trucks. Hooray! I, I was writing down cities where I lived in, hoping to remember some of the food trucks I've been to while living there. And then I got distracted. I forgot to finish my list. But um, <laughs> but I like, here in Ogden, I have been to food trucks like at different venues, which has been fun and exciting. And uh, in Sydney, there's a lot of food trucks. That was like a big popular thing to have around for, you know, like all different kinds of gatherings and just around the city. Um, even in Pasadena, Back when we lived in California so long ago, uh, I remember once there was a church activity where we had an in-and-out food truck come and feed us all. Julie, your lines can be bad and also no lines can be bad. <laughs> like I do sometimes try and gauge like, oh, that food truck looks popular and that one looks like maybe it's yucky because no one is there. It is hard to get emotionally attached to the food and then have it not be there the next time you're in the vicinity. <laughs> um, often when I would go pick up Jet from daycare a long time ago, there was a food truck that would be just be parked in the parking lot nearby um, that would be catching people as they were leaving work and stuff. And uh, I would often be like, man, that those tacos smell delicious. Someday we're going to stop and get food there. And finally one night I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do it. And guess what? They weren't there. They were gone. Um, <laughs> so I never got to eat those delicious smelling tacos. <laughs> You're right. In bad weather, I was I was thinking, uh, I was trying to remember the last time I went to, I think it was the baby animal festival that Jet and I went to last year. <laughs> um, in the spring, it was like, it had been raining and raining for days. And so this farm where all the baby animals were, there was just like six inch deep mud like everywhere and so in front of some of the food trucks it was really impossible to navigate you know where to get your food from because it was and it was a nightmare it was just a muddy mess and if all i'd had if i was gonna try and sit there it would have been no bueno it's not great for people who like to sit because you do have to usually stand and eat your you know pizza or whatever and which can be hard to manage uh, and it can be kind of messy, for, especially for me, who's a messy eater anyway. And as for ice cream trucks, they are sometimes annoying. They can rile rile those kids right up <laughs> or sometimes rile me up. I'm like, dang, ice cream truck. That sounds exciting. But uh, <laughs> do I really want to do that? Because <laughs> they are expensive as stuff. <laughs> but um, but I, I overall, I think it's fun to have all the choices because usually they are grouped together. And often, like, if if my family is out, you know, doing, you know, a, a statue walk like we did in Sydney once, at the end there was all these food trucks. And it was fun because, like, Rick could go get himself tacos and then I could get Jet a burger and then I could go get myself some tacos, you know, from different places. And we could have kind of a little smorgasbord of different things to eat and share, which is I think delicious and exciting. And I like um I like eating food. <laughs> and and I like that at a food truck there is kind of that freedom where you don't have to sit and eat the food right there in front of the person and go and have a waiter come by and be like, "Hey, how is it? What else do you need? What else can I do for you?" And and you can just be like, "Let's do this exchange for money for food and then peace out." <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, so, so I, I, I enjoy often a food truck experience and I have not had one in a while. And uh, now I just want to go like hunt down a food truck somewhere. <laughs> the closest I've come is last week. I went and picked up uncooked food from a food truck and took it home to cook and eat myself. <laughs> and it was hot dogs. So it wasn't like rocket science. <laughs> yeah, it was hot dogs. I did accidentally, though, I uh, discovered that the hot dogs come with all the fixings and the buns, and I paid for extra buns, not realizing it was a gluten-free one. So we had 12 buns and six hot dogs. Send them to me, Shelly. Send them to me. I can't because they're already in the garbage because they were weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so yum, yum food. I just want all the food. Come food trucks drive to me. <laughs> come feed me. Speaking of yum, 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 Julie, I'm so proud of you. You barely yummed this whole time. <laughs> it's because I hate food trucks so much. 
No, that's not true. Because I hate food. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion. And now we are moving on to a special Mother's Day edition of Peanut Butter and Shelly. And in the segment Peanut Butter and Shelly, our resident chef on our Girl of Food Truck, <laughs> the Girl of Mob Food Truck, uh, is going to share a special Mother's Day recipe that is dedicated to our mother, Joelle. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for being here on Mother's Day. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone, by the time you're hearing this, has said Happy Mother's Day to your mom days ago. But our mother, She's also a lover of food, um, and there's one food that she's notorious in our family for, a, a special treat that she makes herself, and, and she's happy to share also. Um, and it's, they're, they're, it's extra a good treat for when you're watching a rom-com or- mm, Or if it's a rainy day. A rainy day, or <laughs> um, if you're just feeling like you need a little something special, you can whip up the, this fancy dessert recipe- brownie mix <laughs> and it it's a very specific recipe you cannot make the brownie mix from scratch don't do it <laughs> don't even try it don't even try don't even think about it you've got to get brownie mix from the store specifically brownie mix where it's like 10 for five dollars or something like that <laughs> and you've just got a lot in the pantry so you get one of those brownie mixes you make it by the instructions, including the raw eggs, and then you eat it <laughs> with a fork, usually. Wait, in the instructions, it says preheat the oven. Okay. Preheat the oven because it's a rainy, cold day and you're going <laughs> to... You just need that extra warmth. <laughs> and then you make it, and then you eat it usually with a fork, and you say, hey, girls, come on, everyone come fork it with me. <laughs> and then you do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and our mom, I think, has eaten this dessert very recently, <laughs> I feel like. Uh, here's a confession. I uh, have eaten this dessert on this very day. That is true. On this very recording, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, because remember, right before we started recording, I accidentally knocked it on the floor. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily it was gluten-free, so it was like gelatinous, essentially. <laughs> uh, Guys, gluten. Who knew? It's so delicious. <laughs> Our mom knew. Our mom taught us so Our well. Our mom knew. She knew that's what makes that brownie mix extra good. <laughs> Raw egg and gluten. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? That is this that is a treat that I I will forever associate with our mother and it is a treat I will only eat with our mother. That is not one I make for myself at home. <laughs> That's a special occasion visiting home food. <laughs> El burrito and then you come right home from El burrito and you eat a full box of brownie mix. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man. <laughs> that's that's a day. <laughs> that's your that is the day. That's the end of the, the day. Whole day. And then because you're also watching Pride and Prejudice, the, mm, that's the BBC. True. <laughs> All six hours of it. Well, this has been our segment, Peanut Butter and Shelly. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of this magical podcast that we make together as sisters and friends. And 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 not the mob. I was joking before. Daddy. Don't think we're jo we're starting a mob, okay? Our dad is listening to this right now, just shaking his head. I can't believe my girls started a mob. <laughs> can't he though? <laughs> we we launder our money through the shell uh, or the the girl O university we started long ago, and that's a shell corporation. <laughs> ah, very good. No, we just have the Shelly gang, and we're so happy that everyone is a part of it. <laughs> we're just a gang, not a mob. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and Shelly gang, if you would like to join in on the year of the submission, like OFP, our fan Paul, not our dad Paul, then you can contact us through social media or through our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S H E. 
L-L-E-Y, hasopinions.com. There you can contact us with your topics that you want to hear Shelly's opinions on. And you know what? If you want to do brownie mix, we'll just do it for fun. And maybe we'll have on a special uh, expert while Kelly is in maternity leave. Which hopefully will be sooner rather than later. Yeah. We will see. She is very comfy in there. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that. Uh, But Shelly Gang, you also can find us on the Podicon Go podcast network. That's podicongo.com. <laughs> and there you can find us along with many other family-friendly podcasts. Thank you so much to the Podicon Go network of champions for letting us join them. And also, thank you to them for the special um, comfort that they give us on a rainy day, uh, like unto this brownie mix. <laughs> Podicon Go has plenty of gluten. <laughs> uh oh, Julie, you, you both of your podcasts have to get kicked off the network now. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> but uh, mostly, Shelly Gang, we just want you to come back next week, hang out with us, and also hang out with us. And with that. <laughs> Thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Goodbye. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you all. I love Happy birthday, Carly. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Gosh dang it, Shelly. Where are you? Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit PodiconGo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Go!